Hi best friends, I'm Raisha and welcome to my podcast. <laughs> If you don't know me, let me introduce myself. My name is Raisha Paola, I am 22 years old and my zodiac sign is Cancer. I don't know why it's this important, but I want to say it. Everyone is saying it. Why not? <laughs> well, I'm studying marketing and advertising. And well, I am doing this podcast because I believe that all people have many incredible stories to tell and this is the space to do it. That's the reason and that, that this podcast is a school task. <laughs> so, here you can tell me all your anecdotes and let off steam if it helps you to talk. So, in this first chapter, I want to honor my puppy, Mulfi, who had to leave this world last week, unfortunately. But how he was a great dog and my best friend and the best little brother, this chapter is for him. So, today's topic that I asked to you is how did your pet come into your life? <laughs> so, I will start to tell you these beautiful stories. So, this story is from my best friend Alfie and he told us about his cat named Oscuro and his guinea pig Queenie. So, he said, in my house we don't have pets, but in my housing unit there are many stray cats. The kind of cat that are like wild cats and do not allow themselves to be called by people. One day, a black, chubby, and crazy cat appeared. People passed by, and far from leaving, he was lying down, like, oh, come on, it's okay, it's cool. <laughs> and it made me very tender. So I appreciated and cursed him, and he started to get muddy. You know how cats do. After days, he followed me everywhere. When I was late from school, when I was studying in the afternoon, he was always there waiting for me. Sometimes I would tell him, Oscuro, and he just got me up and came for me. He always looked for me a lot. He was very cute. That cat always knew how to beat you and Even people who didn't like cats went with them and he began to rub them and people made him sweeter so I adopted. Hmm. <laughs> Then Queenie arrived. Originally my ex-girlfriend wanted a pet. That day I accompanied her in case she was going to smuggling to her house because they wouldn't let her have pets. And that day, we met at the pet store, Mascota, and she told me, I can choose, there are many. I can choose, there are many. <laughs> and I told her to choose the smallest one. So I took the one and said, this one looks smaller and also has a very nice spot on her face. Hmm. And she said, yes. Then the girl in the store say, I think she's a female. 
So uh, we just said perfect, it's okay, and we took her. But my girlfriend told me, take her home, take her home, and uh, because they won't let me have her. Then I'm going to convince my mom, and while you keep her for a week, and I agree, but they wouldn't. <laughs> let her and I kept her wow that's cool <laughs> but it turns out that the one who was three months pregnant and got very 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 fat and I thought like well it's normal it must be because she eats a lot but no one morning my mom woke up and went to her box and there were four of which one was huge skinny and another three little ones oh little babies <laughs> my mom jolted at me to come and she asked me why is she reproduced and if if i put water on it or something like a grumblings <laughs> because there were three tiny little balls of pretty hair uh -huh. When a squirrel met Queenie, I thought she, no, he was going to eat him, her, <laughs> or try to do it. So, like a squirrel was eat Queenie, but no. Um, my friend Alfie, Alfie was going to introduce them, but um, because if Oscura went crazy, he was going to be able to stop him, but no. Um, Oscura started to caress her, caressing her with her paw. Oh, so he accepted Queenie on his culture. <laughs> and that's the story of my two friends. Oh, that was a very good story. I remember that, guys. I didn't uh, meet Oscuro the cat because I'm allergic to cats. But <laughs> Alfie took care of showing me all his photos and he was an amazing cat. I love him very much. He was so great. And Queenie, I, I meet her, but you know he was so cute and, and i don't know i really fell in love with her because he's so playful and cute and he stayed just in my arms i feel so 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 cute i don't know i love her and he has a, a toy like a basketball ball <laughs> And he play, she play all the time. So we say that Queenie is the best basketball player. I think that I don't know. It's clear that animals are the best thing that can happen on our life. You know they are so beautiful and so lovely. Oh, <laughs> so uh, continue with the next. So this story is from my friend Edgar and he is talked to us about 
his cat Corina. So the story starts with uh, Corina is the first cat that came home here. My ex gave it to me and she gave it to me because her sister is studying and lived there in Seoul found two, two cats. One gave it away and the other one she gave my ex to give it to me. <laughs> okay, I remember perfectly one Christmas Eve night that was sparkling. She lived in the subway air terminal so I went to visit her and when she was about to go home she said no wait and she gave it to me. <laughs> this kitten was super scary and super aggressive. I was already used to, to cats and the defensive attitude they have, so I said, Oh, come here. And I grabbed her in my arms and she calmed down. Oh, you're you are his special person. Well, so I remember perfectly that I was using my Batman sweater. Is one of those that has bags. Oh. And since I was very cold and she was very small, <laughs> so I put it in my sweater and she fell asleep right away because it felt warm. Oh. Then I felt the sweater warm and a little wet, so I said, Oh, don't tell me that she peed. I think she did pee on me, but. A little bit so I cleaned it and got home well since then it's funny because this kitten follows me wherever and wherever she is and whenever I call her she comes my family says that she is super loyal to me and the truth is that yes she asks me a lot of affection and I give her a lot of of affection. <laughs> I only with me she shows her belly, which is not very common in cats. Oh. And always he sleeps here next to my back or on top of my legs or my chest and my belly. Oh, so uh, that's the finish of the story. But it's a great story, you know. I really love when animals identify and trust to you, you know, like you're their special person and they trust to you, trust you to that point, like <laughs> show you her belly. I think it's true love that they are shown. I don't know, it's lovely. I, I love this story, really. So now we hear a story about a duck named Chona. <laughs> so this story is from my boyfriend Liz <laughs> and the story starts here. This story is from when I found my dog Chona. She started knocking on the door of my house. It was raining and when I opened I found a small ball of cheese doing tricks on the entrance of my house. Oh, a small ball of cheese. In a new stand, I fell in love, me too, with her. Yes, 
<laughs> and began to give her affection. The only problem is that my mother doesn't let us have a pet because she doesn't like dogs. But I didn't care and hide her in the backyard and the next day I will find out what to do with her. Well, that's cool. I never do that. I think that if I do that, my mom killed me the same day or I, I can't live in this house anymore. <laughs> I don't know, but well, you're very brave. <laughs> so, uh, I was scared because my mother discovered it after her and she told me, Luis, what is, it? What is this? Why is a dog in my house? And my answer was, oh, the dog is us. <laughs> what? So I explained the whole situation to her and I told her that I was going to take care of her and she let me keep her. Now she is the baby of the family of both my parents and me and my brothers and she's our spoiled cheese ball. Oh, this is so lovely. I, I know Chona, <laughs> she is a very playful dog, you know, like she's always happy and gives you love and she's, she's, she's incredible, I love her so much. So this is the last story, I think it's the best story, <laughs> because it is my story of when my Molfi my little baby Mulfi came on into my life. So, <laughs> this story begins when I was approximately 3 or 4 years old. I am an only child. Since I am the only one who lives with my parents, you know, I have two half siblings, but they never lived with me, and I only saw them from time to time like just weekends but I don't know like two weekends at month I, I don't know so I remember some times when I felt very lonely but uh, I didn't want to have a little brother because I really had two <laughs> I have two older brothers, but I really want to have someone, someone with whom to share moments and play, and you know, I I really need a partner, so I wouldn't feel lonely anymore. So I remember that every birthday I want to have a real puppy. So every time. I blew out the candle of the cake. I wish have a real puppy. At Christmas, I wished the same. So I wrote in my letter to Santa Claus and uh, magic things. <laughs> I I wish <laughs> a puppy again. So any opportunity to make a wish that I want that I have, sorry, 
I I wish to have a puppy. <laughs> so uh, all my family know this, but my parents didn't want to have a puppy because it was a lot of responsibility and especially for the hygiene. So I remember that my sister wasn't agree that I don't have a puppy. Well, whatever. Um, the years pass and when I am eight years old I remember that I was talking with my sister and she was like why don't you have a puppy and I told her like my mom only thinks about it clean <laughs> and my dad disagree and all the things that I say so she was like hmm okay but Mm. She she asked to my dad and he said no but she wasn't agree again. Okay. So in that time I see this movie of Barbie. I, I can't remember the name. The Princess and the Commoner. And I remember that the commoner has a cat that he believes he was a dog and <laughs> and and she's like you're my like my doggy cat or something like that and i was like oh he's so cute because he thinks that he's a, a dog and she told he, her cat that she accept him like he was and she loved the he's got her cat sorry and and i was like I, I need it i need that i need that kind of love so well uh the time passed the month passed and we start the month of december so that night was christmas and my sister stopped by us on our house and she told me like um i have to go with my dad i i, I remember i i always go in the car with her always but in that time she told me like i have to go with my dad and i was like why i feel so sad i feel so bad because i was like you know you're my sister i miss you every time that I didn't see you and this day this special day that is Christmas you tell me that I can go with you in your car okay I don't know I feel so sad I feel so bad so the the road was so long so we arrived to my uncle's house and you know we dinner we huge everyone and we start to talk, you know, like <laughs> just speaking each other, you know, talking. So I was the only child there because I don't have cousins of my age. And I was very boring. I was so boring. And the only thing that I do is that I was, I, I just go to sit on the couch and I start to see 
all these things, these this Christmas things, like toys or decorate things, because uh, in that time I don't have uh, a cell phone. I don't know if this exists because I I think that BlackBerry doesn't exist yet. So I don't have any anything to play and anyone to play. So I was so boring and so sad because I think that my sister was angry with me. She she talked to me. She was so normal, but I don't know. I feel so sad. But I don't know. Um. Uh, anyways. <laughs> My dad see me and he always say that I was so boring so he say like okay um just we have to give her his her gifts because she's so boring so she needs entertainment so I start and he gave me <laughs> he gave me the his his gift I'm sorry I he gave me his gift and it was a mini laptop and the mini laptop has so many games so I say oh yes thanks God I have this for the whole life whole life whole night <laughs> so I was like oh thank you so much and I was like it's okay I can have it That then my sister say I have another gift for you and I was like what I'm sorry what <laughs> you treat me bad and now you give me a gift I'm so confused but it's okay so she came with a a very big uh, a very big gift and she told me I'm going to leave your gift here on the floor because if I let you take it, the bottom can be opened and we don't want to have accidents to happen, you know? And I just say, just, okay, give me, <laughs> give me my gift. So she told me that, come, come closer. So I was, okay, so when I look, the gift you know I, I look I saw a little white fur ball with huge black eyes and shiny black nose I, I couldn't believe it all I was in shock I was paralyzed because I was really going to have a bed but you know I didn't do anything everyone was like oh sorry <laughs> what do we have to do now <laughs> Because I, I, I didn't have an expression, I was just phrase. And the first thing that I did was see my mom to see what happened with her. But she was very happy. She told me like, hold him, hug him, <laughs> play with him. And my dad told me that I have to give it that name. So... <laughs> I, I, I take it, I, I hug him and I I was just just paralyzed again I, I can't believe it but I was so in love inside I was crying for the emotion <laughs> but in that time <laughs> it 
in that little time I I hear my my parents to ask my sister if she was sure that that was a duck because it looked like a wet rat <laughs> oh he he was the most beautiful duck but for me he, he was the most beautiful duck <laughs> so the first contact with my pet with my dog was the most beautiful thing that happened to me in my life I carried him and feeling his little body and as he was a fat little body <laughs> it made me he, he was so sponge so it made me very happy and the moment we met at eye contact was the most magical moment that I have ever in my life because he started wagging his tail and I knew he was making me very happy and he was happy for me and we are happy together so I told him to help me choose his name but obviously he had no idea because he he was a duck and <laughs> <laughs> he was very little, he has only two months old to born, so uh, he only started to play with me and I remember the name that I always wanted my dog to have. So I named my baby Molfi. <laughs> From that night we became insane. That night it seemed to me the most curious, fun and beautiful thing in the world because he slept with my uncle's gigant duck <laughs> and he was almost like a fluff next to him <laughs> but he was not afraid on the contrary, he lay on the top of him and between the two of they huddled so I remember the next day Santa Claus arrived, but I didn't even notice the toy that he had brought me because I want to go see if it was true that I had a dog and if there he was a son as he, as he saw me, he was very happy and started to wait his tail. But I had to wait for my dad to come down and get him out of where he was <laughs> it was the first time we fit him and I was very curious to hear how his teeth cracked with the crackets to share then we were returned when we returned home we went by car <laughs> I, I went by car with my sister I have to say it and it was his first trip by car so I don't know if he was scared but he just put his head in my arm like an ostrich I remember that made me laugh a lot and as soon as we got home I showed him my room and my toys and from that moment we were best friends he adapted very well with my parents so much so that later they say that he was their son and the Monfi was my little brother and that was his life for almost years and a half where 
he accompanied me in my antics, in my transformation from a childhood to adolescence, and when someone broke my heart for the first time, and my greatest joys. Yes, my baby have has <laughs> 14 and a middle years old when he gone. And I really think that I can say that Wolfie is the greatest love of my life. And I think I I thank him very much for so many years that he shared with us. And above all, for making us so happy. That is why this chapter is dedicated to him. A tribute, an honor, because it is gone. But I have all those beautiful memories and so much love that my little movie gave to me. I don't want to cry. So I want to tell him that I love him. I love you, Murphy. And I send you a kiss wherever you are. And I hope you illuminate the sky as you illuminate our lives. We love you so much. So this is the end <laughs> of this chapter. Uh, I hope you like the stories. Thank you for listening and see you in another chapter. Bye.